Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Prosecutor Frederick Apt would be highly displeased if you called him a gambling man. But whether he thought of it as a gamble or dressed it up and called it a calculated risk, Mr. App knew he was taking a chance when he summoned Dory to give her testimony before open court. And right now, as App stands before Judge Selby's bench, as he looks at the golden-haired little girl who sits trustingly beside the judge, Mr. Apt is experiencing the thrill of a man whose gamble is paying off. Now the prosecutor lifts his hand again, so Dory can see the object he's holding, and... Dorothy, I'm going to ask you once again. Do you know what this is I'm holding up to you? The toy pistol. The pistol you saw Mrs. Grant hiding? Yes, the toy pistol. Toy? You aren't looking closely enough. Perhaps you'd better come down here. No. But I... I want to stay up here with Mr. Rose. Can I stay up here with you, Mr. Rose? It's all right, Dorothy. You, you don't have to come down. I just wanted you to be sure that it's the same gun. You're all right, Jake. Dory can look at that gun all day without being positive it's the same. I'll rephrase the question. This looks like the same gun. Uh-huh. Hello, Mr. Mason. Hello, Dory. Now, just to clear the records, this gun is tagged with the initials of Police Lieutenant Arthur Trag. It is the same gun this girl saw Mrs. Grant hiding. The same gun that put six holes in the deceased. Is it a real gun? Of course it is. Yes, Dorothy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have here the statement, the sworn statement, given by Mrs. Grant to the police the night of the murder. Now, each page of this statement was initialed by Mrs. Grant. The complete statement is signed in full. I offer this document in evidence. Objections. This is a curious document, ladies and gentlemen. But that was a curious situation in the murder apartment. Curious and unhealthy. The state contends that Mrs. Grant was in that apartment with this child and the child's real mother for two reasons. One, she hoped to get her hands on the huge estate to which this child is heir. What's she saying, Mr. Rogers? Two, Mrs. Grant was in that apartment because Marcel Blanc, whom she loved, was a frequent visitor. Further, the state contends that May Grant's motive for murder grew out of these two reasons. She saw the money she coveted slipping away from her. And she saw the man she coveted, another woman's husband, mind you, slipping away from her, too. Your Honor. What an objection, Mr. Mason. Just be sure you make it plain that what she said is the state's theory, not necessarily the true facts. Not until proven. That's right. I'm going to be fair, Mr. Mason. Oh, yes, very fair indeed. I'm going to tell the jury what Mrs. Grant claims was the true situation. Now, according to her statement, she didn't love Marcel Blanc. She was deathly afraid of him. She was a prisoner. Oh, I don't wonder you're amazed. But listen, listen to the reason that Mrs. Grant says she feared him. Mrs. Grant claims that Mr. Blanc was going to have her killed. That's right. She said Blanc intended to have her assassinated. She claimed she was to be killed the very night that Blanc was shot and killed. Amazing, isn't it? 
that the man she greeted with a fervent kiss before a restaurant full of people, that man whom she pleaded with to take her with him, that man whom the chambermaid heard May Grant say she would follow on her hands and knees, that's the man she feared with a deathly fear, who she said was keeping her a prisoner. Amazing. But there's more to her statements than that. Oh, yes. According to her story, Blanc gave her permission to tell this child goodbye. And then she was to be taken out and killed. But something happened. Well, she doesn't know what, but something happened. Someone, she said, came into the apartment and shot Blanc and left. You're about to see how amazing her story is. Dorothy. Yes, Mr. Act. You didn't understand a lot of what I just said. No. Now we'll talk about something you do understand. That last night in the apartment. What happened at bedtime, Dorothy? Mommy put me to bed. Now go on. Tell us what happened. What uh, what was different about that night? Different? Oh. <coughs> Mommy was going away. She told you? Mommy told me and he told me. Mr. Blanc? He told me too. He told me Mommy was going home to Dad. Now, just a moment. Mrs. Grant was there when he said so? Uh-huh. Right by my bed. And what did she say when he said she was going home? Nothing. He said it. Well, what happened after that? Did Mr. Blanc stay with you? No. He went out of the bedroom. Now, wait a minute. That left you and Mrs. Grant alone. Huh? Uh-huh. And was the door closed? Uh-huh. So nobody could hear what she said to you? There wasn't anybody else, just Mommy and me. Well, never mind. Tell us what she said. Well... Was, was she happy? Oh, no. She wasn't? She didn't want to go. Then why did she? She said he made her. Now, let's be sure about all this. Mrs. Grant didn't like it because Mr. Blanc was making her go away. She didn't want to go. Now, Dory, you and Mrs. Grant were alone. I told you. The door was closed. You were alone. Now, child, did Mrs. Grant say where she was going? What? Well, Mr. Blanc told you she was going home to her husband, going home to Mr. Grant. But what did she tell you? That she was going home to Dad. Home to Mr. Grant? Is that who you mean by Daddy? She told me that. Now, think, Dory. Think carefully. She did tell you? Uh-huh. I thought he was fooling. Mr. Blanc? Uh-huh. So I asked Mommy if, if she was really going home to Daddy. And? That's right. She was going to Daddy. She told me. You've just heard the important testimony, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this child is of tender years... But that moment of parting was important to her. You may be certain she remembers, and she remembers well. Oh, yes, May Grant was going to be taken out of that apartment, ladies and gentlemen. And she was unhappy. You heard this child say so. But you also heard what she told this child in the privacy of the bedroom. The prisoner was being freed. The prisoner was being sent back to her husband. Sent away by the man she passionately adored. Sent back to the husband she scorned. Well, she must have thought of that as a fate worse than death. It was the death of the man who sent her, the death of Marcel Blanc. 
The poet has said, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. May Grant was scorned, ladies and gentlemen. Scorned. Your witness, Mr. Mason. Hello, Mr. Mason. Hello, Dory. Are you going to talk to me now? That's right. I don't have to talk to him anymore? Well, not for a while. Can I come down and sit in the big chair again? Yes, if you want to. Come on, Manuel Jr. I'll take your time. What was he talking about, Mr. Mason? Mr. Rapp? Oh, don't you worry about it, Dory. Now, look, I'm uh, going to ask you some questions. And let's just think about them, hmm? All right. Uh, you want me to help you and your doll into the chair? No, I can do it. Oh, hmm? have you got a lot of questions, Mr. Mason? Quite a few. Are you tired? Well, not exactly. Well, what's the matter? Lean over just a minute. Hmm? Let me whisper. Oh, all right. How's this? Oh, uh, <clears throat> could we have a short recess, Your Honor? Definite recess. Oh, matron. Uh, Dory, just go with the matron. Yes, Mr. Mason. I talked to Bill Perry. Good. Did you get it? Yes, you brought the Bible. Give it to me. Oh, wait. I'm over here, Della. Why? Are you tipping our hand? What's the matter? Apt. Turn your back to him and hand me the Bible. Sure he isn't looking. Oh. Is this all right? Yeah, fine. Well, then here you are. Thanks. Stay where you are while I put it in my pocket. I don't want Apt to see it till I enter it in evidence. I don't believe he's thinking of anything but Mr. Carlo at the moment. Wait till Larry gets back. He'll think about this Bible in plenty. If it works, huh, Perry? Yes, if. Got a cigarette with you, Della? I think there's time for one before we get started. Well, if there ever was a time for courtroom fireworks, for Perry Mason to pull a rabbit out of his hat, this is that time. And it looks as if something is going to happen. Just what, you'll never know. Unless, of course, you join us tomorrow. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.